by myself. He made me aware of my health. He made me aware of my circumstances. He was there for me when I need help. Thank God for the people that sent my life. That's from the hood and the people with wealth. All right, what's up, y'all boys? Welcome back to the second episode of Jason Jim. I'm here with my boy. Hi, Louis. There you go, and just call me Gordon, man. <laughs> That's what my mama named me. You <laughs> my mama named me. Yeah, man. But shit, man. Yeah, well, so we just gonna talk to y'all about some, you know, regular stuff, you know. Everything we talk about is not script, you know, real conversations, real people over here, you feel me? For sure. So, yeah, man, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, I was just thinking about, like, how the mindsets of, like, us as, like, black people in the culture of, like, an HBCU, like, certain, certain, I guess, people, they carry this mindset of still being back at home, like, you feel me, like, we all come from, well, most people come from inner cities, people come from the country, basically in black communities, like, mm -hmm. so, like, I feel like our mindset has to be different because we're in a different area we're trying to grow because like we have that institutionalized institutionalized mindset where like all we know is the trap all we know is the hood all we know is oh we going to jail for certain things trying to beat the cops and certain like, you feel me like each other. yeah like all of that bro like we come here to get an education you know put on for our families you know break these uh break the chains of like what's the what's the word when they say it's not breaking the chains what's it called bro Trying to like break tradition. Yeah, what's that joke called, bro? You know, generational curse. Yeah, generational curse. Yeah, generational generational yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. But yeah, man. So what y'all think about that? It's just like, like you said, like when we black and we come to like an HBCU, we at HBCU is supposed to be like family to help us like keep continuing to grow. So like. We can't come here with that same mindset and not even trying to go, but we constantly think that we got to hate on each other. Like, right. It's supposed to be a community of love and coming together, right. not just, oh, I hate this person. Oh, I want to fight this person. I want right. to shoot this person. Like, yeah. It should never even be like that. You know what I think? Like, um, when I think of like when you said uh, we should help each other, it's like most people at HBCUs or professors are black. So these professors have been in the shoes we've been in and they're in a better place where we're trying to get to as far as uh, salary or career-wise, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I just feel like we don't take advantage of the resources we're really given to be successful. For sure. You feel me? I mean, for me personally, I feel like, all right, so we get here and then we don't know the next step because right. most of us don't take the chance or don't take the opportunity to put ourselves in a position where we are college students. Right. So once we get here, it's like, well, what now? And we kind of get into a panic, and then we kind of like fall into a rut of just trying to find some place to fit. Mm -hmm. So, and then we just create different cultures and it's not good. So what it's gonna take is for us to get here and to actually level up and to actually take advantage of these opportunities that we've been given. So, you know, we can't just sit around and say, okay, I'm in college, I'm doing the right things. Okay, what are you planning to do after college? Right. What are you going to take this degree and pursue? Right. So, that's where I feel like the breakdown is. Like, we get here and then we don't know what to do next. Right. Also, it's about, like, you got to surround yourself with the right people as well. Because right. you, you got some people, like, you hang around people that's not, not going to class, not doing their schoolwork, um, they just want to 
sit there and not do stuff all day, you're going to become just like that. So then that that messes with the school's reputation because like they see, oh yeah, this school here they got low grades. Like these kids, they really not committed to it because they're following each other. Like right. it needs to be like a leader in every single like yeah. school, every the single pitch, classification, yeah. juniors, um, freshmen to help guide them and yeah. get them like up. Yeah. Well, also, I think it's like, it's a lot of pressure, bro, because most of us that come here, like, we first-generational college students, right. so mm -hmm. we determine, like, the direction of almost our whole family, right. and sometimes, like, people aren't prepared for that pressure, so we fold, mm -hmm. and we don't have that person there to say, all right, y'all gonna get through it, all right, you know, just do your best. Right. I mean, people tell us that, but, like, we, we need that one person that actually means that and actually going to stay on us to make sure that we see it and doing what we actually need to do. Yeah, the support system is needed. For sure. Because, like, like, I've been here for, like, three years now. I know some kids that they wish that their family would send them money. Mm -hmm. They don't want to go to the cab. They're living off of, like, ramen noodles. So, like, we have people outside. They'll be like, oh, yeah, they just use, oh, yeah, um, my, my um, niece, my nephew, they're in college. Like, but you're not sending them no money. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you ready to show up to that gra that um graduation and take pictures with them, man. Mm -hmm. But like, you need that support on your way out. That's yeah. why like a lot of um people at HBCUs they drop out. Right. They don't have that support system like yeah, financial said. too. And financial reasons, they already like have loans and other mm -hmm. stuff to take care of. Right. And putting like burdens on their parents, so they already going through a lot. And college is like you dealing mentally with trying to balance uh, your grades, your social life, your bond with your family. Mm -hmm. Business. Businesses, like it is a bunch of businesses on colleges too, but mm -hmm. you trying to balance all that so it really can have like a toll on somebody yeah, like that. That's the thing too, we don't take that time to like really focus on our mental health. That's why yeah. most people drop out, that's why people get in trouble for certain things, because we don't have that recreational, you know, what am I looking for? Yeah, that recreational <laughs> thing to do, like, you feel me? To like, y'all know what I mean, bro. Yeah, but yeah, bro, but like, I don't know, man. Yeah, man, but in our community, we don't talk about mental health. We don't. Because we act like it's the boogie yeah, mission. We act like it does not, like, it, we act like it does not affect us. Yeah. And, in a black household, if you deal with mental health and you talk to certain people, they'll be like, oh, you ain't going through nothing somebody else ain't done been through, so, exactly. so what's the difference? Going through that. Yeah, but I'm my own person. Just like you think a certain way or mom think a certain way, right. you know, we all think differently and we all process things differently. Right. So we need different support systems and right. I feel like in a black family, most times we don't have that because we don't understand that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, especially in college. College is so stressful, like oh, man, so much. <laughs> trying to tell you. I've seen people break down crying, like Yeah man, like, be a lot for mental me. health is real, man. We we need to do better with mental health in our community, bro. I, I definitely feel that. Especially like what we also feel like in the black community, like a man shouldn't be low in mental health as well. We think yeah. that he should have right. he should have feelings oh no, he's right. insecure, he's this and that, like, mm -hmm. everybody has mental health. Yeah, man, like, 
we we don't, and that's the thing. Most, well, I can't say that because we all talk to each other when we going through something. We gonna say something to each other. They don't like we don't plan for it to come out. It just gonna come out that we talk. But like the normal person, like throughout the day, they don't have anybody to talk to, so they just bottle up and they just deal with it in whatever way they deal with it. You feel me? And it's like. That shouldn't be the case. It always should be like a place where somebody can go and talk to somebody. Like you can't talk to your parents sometimes because parents mm -hmm. don't. They don't believe in. Well, I know like in our black community, that job is just don't exist in the black community. Right. So and if we come on campus, say if they get a girlfriend or something, oh the girlfriend gonna use that against them in a way. Yeah. You feel me? And they gonna be weak and all that stuff. Like bro, I don't know what it is. Like that we really have to take very like like precautions and stuff like that yeah like the age group that you're in college let's say 18 to like 22 on average mm -hmm. that's the most vulnerable time in your life because right. you about to become the person mm -hmm. that you about to be for the rest of your life so anything that's gonna influence you anything that's gonna impact you that's gonna shape who you are so mm -hmm. we don't we don't take that into consideration but like we here to get friends we here to learn we here to build a social life. We here network. to network. network. Like, we got these different organizations that we want to be a part of, right. and all of that plays a part in shaping who we are. So right. we need to, yeah, like we need to take more initiative to understand that. That's not the best way to say it, but you know, yeah, I know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, man, like I don't know. It's just. It's just different, man, in the South. I don't know how it is up north, but I know in the South, like... The support system down here is already... Like, it's that crab in the bucket mentality. Like, where I'm from... Bro, I if you swear it, I just if heard you, that. If you're, doing, if you're doing your best to put on for your people, it's going to be somebody trying to bring... It don't matter what it is. They can come with you any kind of way. And it's your it's your job not to let them bring you down. Because if, if they bring you down... That they want you, they got you where they want you at because oh, you tending to me. Imagine you going up a ladder and them boys trying to pull your leg down, and you sitting there focused on that. And up top of the ladder is like the bag, the ultimate bag, the ultimate bag, bro. You cannot go down there and handle your business and just to climb back up because by the time you go back up the ladder, somebody else has got that spot. So you feel me? You can't tend to like bottom feeder energy. You feel me? So yeah. What y'all feel about that? But my thing is like, why is that always happening like within our community? You know? Facts, bro. We the only we the only community, and it's sad to say, mm -hmm. we the only community that don't help each other transcend. Yeah. You see, like these, I don't know, they Arab. I don't want to say the wrong thing. These Arab races, these different races, bro. Like <laughs> when they get like these corner stores and stuff in our community. And one of them is ready to go back overseas or whatever. What they do, they bring somebody else mm -hmm. and their family and they turn them on to that bag. Right. We don't do that. We mm -hmm. sell our things to those other races right. because we want that quick come up. Right. But we don't think about generational wealth. We think mm -hmm. about right now wealth. Exactly. And that's the problem. And I've seen so many businesses, like black businesses, that just sell and just have that's the money right. and just go on vacation. For sure. They don't invest none of the money they made from their establishment and give it to somebody else. I don't know. I don't know nobody's family situation or none of that. But it's just like a thought process where you have to think about. Well, if I'm gonna do this, at least let me go talk to my little nephew down here, or let me go talk to my cousin. Let me see what their headspace mm -hmm. at. We don't see. do that. We just jump the gun and go think about ourselves. That's 
selfish in a way for them. But I don't like I said, I don't know nobody else's family and stuff like that. But like I know for my case, like whenever I get to that point, I'm gonna look at what they wanna do, like their mindset. Oh, they into business, bet. Let me go and uh mentor them or something like that. Let me put these drop these gems in them, let them know what's up. See what they mind. Right. See you but that that also can we can give another perspective because we as the as the I'm trying to say as the more senior generation yeah. haven't prepared our youth for success. Right. So we don't feel comfortable leaving them a business of because course. they're not prepared. Because we know what they're gonna do. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like that's on us too to prepare our younger generations to be able to mm -hmm. step in and keep this business successful. Right. And to touch on like mentorship and stuff like that again, mm -hmm. like we need strong black men yes. in households. Like yeah. The presence of a strong black man is highly underrated. Like right. when we went to Greenville, mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know this, but I peep for myself mm -hmm. that all the students that we spoke to, right. all of them was either brought by a grandma mm -hmm. or their mom. Oh, you're right. We didn't yeah. see you're right. nobody with a father. You're right. And that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me, bro. We yeah. like we need that. So Damn. That interaction that we had with those young men, yeah, I know it that's probably like the most positive thing they ever had in their yeah, life. And then you see a fall there, you be like, yeah, yeah man. And you can tell because they really was drawn into, you can tell by their body language. Like, they was like drawn into, it wasn't no slouching. It was like straight chest forward, all of that. Like, like man, I really believe that we should, like, we already, we already talked about this, but like, off camera, like going back into our community and mentoring the kids and like, you know, the younger generation, to get them on track and be the person that we needed back when we were in their, in their shoes. And like that's really big because most people don't think about stuff like that. They just think about me, 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 me. Yeah. But if you blessing people on the back end, like if you blessing people now on the back end, your blessing will come, you feel me? Like anything you want to do in life is going to come because you going into that with a clean heart and you being genuine about a lot of situations. And like that's really, I really take, uh, Heat to stuff like that because that's very important to me. So, uh, what y'all feel about that? That's a true statement, man. Mm -hmm. Like, anything you want, like, you, the more you give, the more you receive. So, mm -hmm. you're giving out knowledge, you're just giving out stuff for free, mm -hmm. you're going to get a blessing in return. So, right. as long as you just stay positive, um, keep doing what you're doing, everything just going to come together. Man, one thing that's crazy to me is that when you get into a headspace of positivity, you see a lot <laughs> more, bro. Yes. yes. I didn't know how to put that into words before, but it's like, all right, you got these pieces in your head, and like, when you start like getting up out the bed earlier, and like, yeah. go walking, or go yeah. exercising, or go just... Starting your day before you normally would, instead of sitting in the bed till 10, yeah. you're getting up at 6. And mm -hmm. then you got ideas, it's almost like puzzle pieces, and mm -hmm. then they finally start to connect. Yeah. And it's like crazy because you never experienced anything yeah. like that before. That's so that's why I hear a lot of people say success is uncomfortable mm -hmm. because... That's weird to me. That was weird. I never experienced nothing like that. Yeah, you know, like, to finally <laughs> feel like I'm on a spectrum of positivity. Right. But that's crazy. Yeah. Then it's like you just start attracting all the things that you wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they all just come to you at like yeah. simultaneously. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like opportunities just present themselves now. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, where was this when I was? Oh, I wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. So yeah, now that I'm getting into the space where I'm prepared, these mm -hmm. I can take these opportunities. Yeah, mm -hmm. you won't damage it. You won't. You won't miss yeah. out on it. Like that is deep, man. I when did I start? I'm trying to think about when I started like getting up early because. I think I was in high school, bro, when I was like working to get the scholarship because I lost it because I was hurt. And once I like, I had to like really, I like life really hit me, bro. It's like you had everything you wanted in life and you just lose it just by something fast. Mm -hmm. And it's like, do you lay there and just let life beat you up or do you get up and do something about it? I chose to get up and do something about it. Like some nights I didn't sleep, like I'll be up looking up football videos. My mom, she be getting up, going over, she come to check on me, she seeing the, oh, she said, oh yeah, he up, he watch football videos. So when she get up, I get a little bit of sunlight, gotta stay in the country. I ain't going out there in the dark of the country. It's just not, it's just not happening. It's just not happening. I don't know what's gonna be out there. But I get a little bit of light. I'll go jogging, go running. Like, putting in work, trying to strengthen my body, get my mind right. Cause when you, when you exercise, like, people don't really realize it, some people do, you lose like stress levels go down. Like yes. your stress levels go down. For sure. And like you don't trip about nothing when you get done. You go wash, go get you something to eat. You feel Mine so is, good then. Yes. Yes. Bro, it's euphoric, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's refreshing, bro. Yeah. Like, like, bro, that's that joke is really good, man. Like someday, like I'll be missing off of some workouts with, with you, bro. Cause like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'll be up late and like I can't. I ain't there yet, but I operate off four hours like that, bruh. But that junk, hey, whenever I can, I'll go. Whenever I can, I'll go. But yeah, bro, that junk, that morning morning routine, it has to be crucial. Yeah. Get up, read something, pray, stretch, something. Don't just lay there. Just start your day, man. I think, like, we just, like, sitting in the bed, man. Mm -hmm. It just, we get so comfortable doing yeah. that. We get so comfortable, like, oh, I'll do it mm -hmm. when I'm ready. Well, one day you're going to do it when you're ready, mm -hmm. and it's not going to be there. Right. So it's like, you got to get up and take stuff. Nobody going to give us nothing. Nothing. So if you up earlier before your competition, that's, mm -hmm. that's an advantage to you. Exactly. And we got to start taking advantage of that. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, like, for the um, question for y'all, too, so, like, for, like, the young men out there that's, like, trying to do, like, better in life, mm -hmm. what's some tips to help them get in that right mindset mm -hmm. and like to stay focused and locked in? First, I would say evaluate your life first. Like take yourself outside of yourself physically, you feel me? Like really like think about your mindset, the people you hang around, the mm -hmm. things you say, the things you watch, the things you listen to, all of that plays a part in what you do in life because it's all influences. And if your influences are not beneficial to where you want to be in life, mm -hmm. you'll never move because you'll be going around in a circle trying to progress, but now I'm going to go back down. I got to listen to this. I got to do this because it's like that. You feel me? So first, influences play a big part. Um, secondly, I feel like your goals should be extravagant to the point where people don't believe in you, but you believe in yourself. <laughs> because once you break that barrier of like, and once you break that ceiling of belief, like you believe in yourself so much to the point where people be like, man, this dude crazy, bro. I ain't never seen nobody do that. Think about Kanye. 
I don't know if y'all saw the documentary. I saw it. That's I really like it. Because they didn't believe in his uh, talents of what he does. Okay, he produced music. But he said, I'm a rapper too. He played them with stuff as far. They, he played All Falls Down. That song is still being played till this day. It's 2022. That song came out in what? 2000? 2000? 2001? 1999? And it's still being played till this day. It's a timeless record. They slept on him because they didn't believe in him. But he kept pushing, he kept doing his thing, networking with people until they believed in him. So any goal you have in mind, go get it. It's not being handed out to you. Nobody don't care what, how you feel, what you're going through, none of that. You gotta go and get it, no matter what. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna approach it like, I'm gonna say change is a process. Mm -hmm. Instead of like, like my grandma used to tell me, well, Rome wasn't built in a day, oh, so you're not going to change overnight. Right. Set little goals. If you want to exercise, yeah. understand, okay, I'm, I'm new to this. Mm -hmm. Let me try exercising once a week. Mm -hmm. Then step it up to twice a week. Mm -hmm. Then before you know it, you're going to be working out five days a week. Right. Understand that you you don't have to run at everybody else's pace. That's real. Run at your own pace. Mm -hmm. Stop looking at the world around you. Become one with yourself. Right. Like internalize everything. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like look at you. What can I do today that makes me better than I was yesterday? That's my. You know, life is a process, bro, and everybody's process is different. Mm -hmm. For sure. So about um, how your boy block out the dis the distractions. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know it'd be a lot of distractions. And hey. Stuff. Especially yeah, as a man, you got so much things you gotta got yeah. females, you gotta got work, you gotta got this thing, that um, thing stop you from reaching your goals, like that's right. boy, stay locked in and focus. You wanna go first? <laughs> I'm gonna say that, you know, for me in life, that's a work in progress. As to blocking out distractions. Right. It's like I'm working on myself, but at the same time, you know. I'm gonna be honest, I do love women. Like, mm -hmm. I love being around women. I love having a woman's perspective. So, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes that's a bad thing, but it's my job to defer that. Right. So, you know, that's why I say I'm still a work in progress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's other things that I indulge in that I probably shouldn't as much, and mm -hmm. that, you know, probably take time that I could have put into doing something positive. But, you know, mm -hmm. that's me growing, that's me understanding that I need to do this, but right. it's gonna take some time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna get down on myself, right. but you know, you know. Yeah, that's good. That, that's good that you can acknowledge that. Yeah, you know, man. I say for me, <laughs> I say for me. Honestly, this is how I feel. If it's not in my heart to do something, I'm not gonna do it because one, I'm forcing myself outside of my daily schedule, my daily life. To go and tend to something that nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, I don't want to indulge in at that time because right now my focus is solely on elevating, and they always say elevation requires separation. So once I separate myself from different things that don't bring me nothing, that doesn't benefit me in any way, only benefits one person. Like if it's not in my heart to do that, I'm not going to do it because my heart is always going to be pure. I'm not gonna do nothing out of spite, nothing out of hate, mm -hmm. because that's just how I am right now. That's my mindset. Because I don't want nothing negative, I don't need no bad karma, none of that to like come into my life at the moment. So like I said, if it ain't in my heart to do it, 
and it doesn't bring me anything on a positive note, not not even on a physical note, on like a mental, spiritual, emotional note. If it doesn't bring me nothing on that positive wave like that, just won't do it. And then you just gotta learn to like take action and start putting your foot down. Like, right, that's the one. You know you're dealing with problems in this relationship uh -huh. or your own current headspace, like at least try to start putting action towards it. Try right. to like, if I know like, Everybody's situation is different, but I know like if you're dealing with mental issues, try to get like a therapist, right. somebody to talk to. Um, you're dealing with some type of relationship, sit your partner down, talk to them about the problems, that what y'all can do better to move forward. Just get yourself out that environment. Try to like elevate. You go um, once you start elevating, people go start feeling like you cutting them off. And right. That's this, the really, you're just trying to work on yourself. Right. At the end of the day. It's you buried in that casket, just mm -hmm. you, just you by yourself. You ain't gotta live your life to try to um, please everybody. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you gotta that, understand that. I, yeah, I can attest to that too because I have many friends. Mm -hmm. They feel some type of way because I don't really reach out as much as I used to. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing personal at all. It's, all it's just still, like, bro. I'm just so focused. I can't turn around at Cause we all on it's a marathon. At the end of the day, it's still a marathon. We gotta go at life at our own pace. We can't go at nobody else's pace because then it's gonna be you battling yourself. And why would you battle yourself when you're supposed to be like pulling yourself up? Because most times you gotta motivate yourself, and you have to have self ambition to go pursue whatever goal you have in mind. And like you can't just <laughs> you can't tend to like everybody because you're so focused. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you gotta work on self before you can ever accept someone else. That's why I said that, you know, I've been in relationships and all that, but I feel that, and this is just my personal opinion, until I fully understand how I need to love myself, I'm never gonna be able to give somebody my all. That's, That's a true statement. So it's like, let me take time to work on me, and then I can focus on we. That's you know that's kind of like the concept I'm gonna start trying to live by because nobody wants to be alone. We all want to have somebody, mm -hmm. yes. whether it's just somebody to have a conversation with. We all want that one person. Mm -hmm. But like until we fully understand ourselves, we'll never understand that person. So that's real. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So like when you said like like focusing on yourself, what's some like things that you will focus on? For me, definitely like getting in the gym. And like I said, getting up early and starting my day and reading more. Right. Reading, That's reading is so important. That is so underrated. We don't read no more. Right. And it's partially because of the development of technology. We don't have to read anymore. Yeah. But to actually sit down with a book in front of you and Having that knowledge to just be absorbed and becoming a sponge, yeah. that's a different kind of I experience. Feel like, I feel like, see, this was my problem back then. I would, well, in class in high school, they'll give us books that are not beneficial to us at all. And, like, I wouldn't want to read a book about a wizard and some stuff. That was just me. I don't, <laughs> don't, I'm not knocking nobody that want to read books like that. I, I ain't gonna name it because you know, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just not me. That's not what I'm into. So, like, if it can help me, if the book can help me in a way, I'll read it. But if I don't like nothing about it, like, that's just with me. Mm -hmm. That's like, pick a book that, like, 
truth that defines you, that's right. something you want to get into, right. whether it's financial knowledge or mindset, self-improvement, self-improvement, self-development, right. like stuff that's going to help you get your mind, get you in that right headspace, keep right. you focused, locked in on the foundations of your goals, and just to help you elevate, like that's really like the most underrated thing in our community for real. Mm -hmm. as, and as far as like what to do with our money, because we don't have like the financial knowledge. Yeah. Like we don't teach, they don't teach us about taxes, right. um, business starting, LLCs, EIN numbers, right. all, like a whole whole bunch of stuff we don't know about. It's a whole lot of game out there that we don't know about, especially right. in our community. You go to these other schools, like um, PWIs, mm -hmm. they got like stock market classes. Yeah, they teach like, you on taxes, taxes, all of that. All that. Like, we really gotta start seeking out that knowledge to help us get to that point. Mm -hmm. And that's like really what I see. If we could get there, like we really would be an unstoppable community for real. Right. Yeah, man. That's why you gotta take it upon yourself to learn these things because mm -hmm. college isn't building CEOs. It's preparing employees mm -hmm. to work these long tenured jobs yeah so you got to take it upon yourself to stick out to be somebody different yeah. to present yeah. yourself with something yeah. different. Another question. you were saying like uh how college prepares like employees and not ceos like mm -hmm. i really when you i remember we first talked about that bro <laughs> i really remember when we first talked about that because i like i feel like our educational system, where it's like our Western educational system, it's like, I don't know, bro. It's just like the curriculum is like based off the government. Like, we really finna tap on some shit right here. We finna go some of this right here, right? Like, the way the government sets up, like, our educational system, it really has us in the cycle of nine to five. Like, just like last show, like nine to five. The rat race, nine to five. Yeah, the rat race, bro. Basically. And you realize, like, most million, multi-millionaires, billionaires, they either went to college and dropped out, or they never went to college. They experienced life. Like, once life, life is the best teacher. I, that's, that's just what I say. I don't know if y'all believe it or not, life is the best teacher because your experiences really, and they really teach you different things that no book can teach you. Because you feel it. It's emotional. You feel it. Just like a heartbreak. You feel a heartbreak, and you know, like, okay, I done saw this in one girl. Yeah. I ain't gonna do this with this you girl. Pick up on the signs. I'm telling you. So, once you picking up on those signs of life, you make better decisions. And like, how y'all feel about that? I'm, I'm gonna get y'all perspective. Yeah, it's like, okay, so we in college. If we fail a class, what you gonna say? Man, I don't care. I'm gonna take that class next semester. <laughs> but in life, if I got a job and my boss said, okay, you fired. Right. There's no, okay, yeah, just come back next week and we'll, we'll start over. You know, that's just a failure, and that touches on, in life, we need to fail just as much as we succeed. I right? mean, yeah, because, like, the path to success, people think it's, like, the straight line going up. Right. But success is a measurement of all the failures that you went through to, like, learn to get better. So, like, you, um, you learn from your mistakes, you then you, like, you go up, think of it like a graph. So like, it's going like this, but as, as long as it's still going up, you're still succeeding. You're making those small progress over time, you're gonna to get to that point where you wanna to get to in life. Mm -hmm. So as long as you just put the work in, stay consistent, you can really like, get anything you achieve. Right. Understanding that 
in order to be successful, you need to be uncomfortable. Yeah, stay focused as like a it's black dude. Stay focused. As a black dude, or even a black person in general. And then we talk about how community, you can each other down. Yeah. We're starting. Yeah, we're rolling. Uh, let me start the recording. Alright, we're live. So, like, basically, to, like, give a wrap-up to the um, podcast, we um, wanted to go over some of the highlights we was talking about as far as how the black community tears each other down, how we need to stay focused, um, to keep um, being a leader in the community as black men, um, staying in our families' lives as black men, importantly, and just overall being a better version of ourselves. Like, what do y'all, y'all got any last conclusions? Whatever. Just understand you, who you are, who you want to be, where you want to go, and what it's going to take to get there. There's nobody that's going to understand you like you. So just keep your head down and understand, like I said earlier, that life is a process, and everybody's process is different. So, you know, just stay prayed up. Keep God. Keep God in your life. I'm waiting on the saying that. I wish you to say that, bro. But no, facts though, facts though, facts though. Like for real though. Like really lock in on your on the big objective, bro. Don't don't think uh what's the word? Don't think uh momentarily. Think like in the future. Like always be Yeah, be like two steps ahead or three steps ahead of where you want to go. Because once you get there, how are you going to game plan what you're going to do if you don't have a game plan set? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, so, like, that's basically a wrap up to things. Y'all, thank y'all for um, tuning in to episode two, man. Shout out to our cameraman slash producer, Trail. His name will be probably um, yeah. somewhere on the screen. And then we call him AKA Ski Mask. Shout out to our um, Revenge Clothing, man. Mm-hmm. Black clothing brand. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's another thing I want to get into, like, Shout out Bag Boys. Bag Boys. Hey, hey CJ. Boy, boy CJ. <laughs> and he dropped we something. Love you, boy. He dropped something real soon. Yeah. Boy, stay on the um, lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank y'all, boy. Just stay tuned in. Yeah, and we'll sure. catch y'all, boy, on the next one. All right. Peace.